Brad and Court Talk Sci-Fi's Channel Zero Butcher's Block, presented by PureFandom.com. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Welcome to Butcher's Block. We're pleased to have you for dinner. Oh, I'm so hungry after this episode. I could just... I'm so a vegetarian after this episode. And we've talked about this before um, many times. Uh, one, never hitchhike, never go into the woods, never eat meat at somebody else's house that you don't know. Yes, this is true. It's, it never, ever turns out well. Not ever. It's Like, if you're going to a barbecue, just make sure you know that person really well and that you were with them when they were actually butchering whatever it was that, right. that's being cooked right now. Yeah, because that rump roast probably is a rump roast. Oh, God. I'm just just going with it. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, before we get started, just to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there. If there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it, and you can find our full recap of shows there and on SoundCloud. So, Court, how can the good people reach us? You can find me on Twitter at Jindev. He's Brad ZB. Be sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well to keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted. Also check out Pure Fandom on Facebook. And Brad, do you know what else is on Facebook? Uh, there are recipes for barbecue on Facebook. Oh, gosh. And does it tell you what kind of meat mix, what, what kind of meat is best per barbecue? You just want to make sure you have your meat well and tenderized. Just, you know. Um, make sure the cuts are good. You don't want anything too fatty and stuff like that. Lean meat's good. You know, but you want a high-end stuff because you get the low-end stuff from, like, you know, the bad neighborhoods. Apparently, it doesn't taste good. Oh, will it also give us a lesson about the uh, the food chain? Yes, we are at the top of the food chain. Everything else ah. is there for a reason. <laughs> are we at the top of the food chain or are there dragons? Uh, yes, is my answer. <laughs> Okay, and so you heard it here first, folks. Uh, if you need to know about barbecuing, you can just go to Facebook. If you want to check out our Van Helsing uh, peer fandom group on Facebook, you can check us out there. We have a lot of lovely people that enjoy the show. And some of the actors drop by sometimes, and they put some really cool behind-the-scenes things in there. So if you happen to be watching on Netflix or somewhere else, you can go ahead and just join the group and join the conversation there. We also have a peer fandom podcast group for Brad and Court Talk. And that's where we basically talk about anything and everything under the sun. Besides uh, this show, we talk about The Magicians, Riverdale, whatever movie, Black, Black Panther, uh, might happen to be coming out soon. So make sure you drop on by. And if you have a show that you love, you know, drop a comment and we can chat. Definitely come by, talk to us. We love talking. Speaking of talking, let's talk about this episode. What was this episode about? Uh, this episode, now I'm going to start calling them installments because that's what the... Channel Zero does. Uh, it's this is not a season because they're contained stories. So this is installment three, episode two. It was called Father Time. Alice's search for her wayward sister doesn't last very long. Zoe pops up again. She talks about the mystery man who helped her get rid of her schizophrenia. Clearly, Alice doesn't believe her. Big Sis did meet up with a peach, and later we get a visual of just how he helped her. Will she have the same dark cravings as the rest of the Peach family? Officer Vansick is in disbelief over Alice's tale of the stairs until he sees the Peach family in action and then the stairs himself. Oh, yes. And then we get this nice little flashback 1950s commercial, which Peach Meats presents the top of the food chain. 
Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, there was a whole lot of creep factor going on because animals that get eaten are supposed to get eaten. Yeah, um, and the peaches are cannibals, so. And then she just ended with pounding the crap out of whatever ground beef that was. That was just, yeah, that was disturbing in just a way. If it was ground beef. Uh, Yeah, it was ground something. Ground meat. Uh We'll just go with ground meat. How's that? Yeah. Like, could you imagine the audacity of uh, just having a commercial and being like, okay, we're going to put our, uh, our our human meat on there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Hmm. Disturbing in a way. We have a yeah. flashback. Well, we get we get to a flashback because Zoe's not answering her phone when Alice is calling. So we flashback to a year ago. And Zoe had a pet millipede, I guess, or centipede that she was scaring the crap out of Alice with. Who does uh-huh. that? Who keeps a bug in the ground? I'm just, it's, uh, I don't, I don't like those. Those are creepy. Well, I, I don't think the bug was supposed to be on the ground. He was just, you know, he may have gotten out as bugs do sometimes, and she was standing on the bed, I guess, looking for him, and she had the cup in her hands, and Alice freaked out as I would too because that sucker moves fast. Do you know if he's really move that fast? I thought they were much slower than that. I they go pretty fast to me. I just thought that, well, they got a lot of legs, so they can go. Yeah, okay, well, maybe it's just that I've never seen one actually, and I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah, there's that. I'd be fine with that too. But she catches them, and we find out mom is uh, making noise in her room, so they go down to investigate, which yeah. goes interesting. Did you realize it was a flashback immediately? Well, it's a, yeah, I did because it said a year ago. Oh, I, I missed that part. Yeah, it was like, like, all that all I saw was uh Zoe suddenly on the bed and I was like, Oh look, she's back. Yay. No, it, it kinda went fast on it. You could have messed it. I mean, if you blink and you messed it, it was done because it did say you yeah. So they travel down to see mom, who is just kind of sitting there with I don't know, her back towards everybody. Yeah, she's naked, kind of. Yeah. I'm not too sure, you know. We didn't get that much out of it, and then next thing you know, we're back into the future. Oh, not the future. Uh-huh. We're back into the current time. Mm-hmm. I I was waiting for more on that. I and we get well, it. We got more later. Uh, yeah, we get more later, and we'll we'll just go with that right now because it makes sense to do that for me. Yeah. So they flash forward. They flash back later, and they they're both going in. Her and Zoe are going in to see mom, to which she attacks Zoe and stabs her like multiple mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. So now we know why Zoe was, you know, well, we don't know why Zoe was in her way, but we know what happened with her mom because we didn't have anything to go with that before. And I was like, that's kind of very disturbing for me. I was just. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And so I can't, I, I don't know for sure if this was her first, um, her first episode with the schizophrenia. And well, like this kind of put the girls on alert or they've always known like her, their mom had issues. I don't think it was their first time with their mother having schizophrenia because that usually manifests like, I think it was like in the 20s or 25 or something like that when Zoe has it. We didn't find out what the issue was until this episode that it was schizophrenia. We just, okay because they never, they never touched on that before. Well, they, okay. they hinted at things, but they never said exactly what exactly it was. Exactly what it was, yeah. Because uh, the last episode was ominous. I uh, wasn't not ominous onset. Uh, oh, insidious onset. Insidious onset. Right. 
and that's all they said. It just kind of happened really quickly. We didn't find out anything else on that. So, okay, yeah. So yeah, we didn't know until then. But now, now that we do, it's kind of it brings up a lot, and it actually plays more in later on with this episode. Oh yeah. Oh God, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, last episode we saw Zoe keeping herself in a perpetual haze, like she's done the alcohol and drugs, and she was supposed to be getting off of it, but um, like Alice found out her sister was still like doing drugs and things. Right, and then next thing you know, she's disappeared because she went to take the bus because she was leaving town. Because she saw something that freaked her right the hell out. She should have kept going. Right, but she said she's fine now. She got cured, but well. She, well, we haven't even got to that part. We need to go back because Alice, you know, remember at the end of last season, she had, I mean, last last installment, I don't, didn't say episode. You can say episode, it's just not season three because it's right. not a continuous right. continuous story throughout the seasons. She was telling uh, Louise about seeing Mr. Peach. Mm-hmm. And then she immediately, you know, wants to take her down to Butcher's Block and to see exactly what she saw because she's been researching this entire time. She was a writer before, a uh, journalist before this at the newspaper or something like that in town. So mm-hmm. they go off hunting and Butcher's Block being the place that it is, they don't find anything at the house. They go off into the park and mm-hmm. then what happens? Again, Immediately, Alice sees something that she thinks Izzy and runs off and leaves Luis behind because, yeah, let's leave everybody. Don't don't stick together in parks. It's never good. Just stop <laughs> leaving people. Alice sees a tall man and a <laughs> that's the, the tall man. Immediately, what I thought <laughs> the tall man and the and a dwarf, which Phantasm gets stuck so much on this, and they're walking towards the stairwell. And this is one of these amazing parts in this episode that I love. As she is getting closer to the stairwell, she watches them, you know, go up and go through the door. The sound, the music becomes so intense and ominous as it just grows louder and louder with the entire thing as she gets mm-hmm. closer and closer together. And the marble on the stairwell looks like veins. Uh-huh. Did you notice that? And yeah. As she's getting there, it the sound gets so much louder and she ends up passing out, but is awoken by Joseph Peach. Which is just freaky enough as it is. Because the stairwell's gone, everything's gone. We watched the stairwell kind of disappear at one point. Joseph's asking her if she believes in God, but then she said, Yeah, kinda of, sorta, but she doesn't go to a church and worship him, which leads to him saying, you don't have to worry about your sister Zoe, and then she disappe- he disappears. Mm-hmm. And the police show up. And there's you catch the tension with the police between them and Louise about what's going on, about the corrupt police force and some uh-huh. other things. Yeah, it's a corrupt police force. Who ever heard of such a thing? Does that happen? Oh, of course not. What are you talking about? Oh, oh everything's good. Yeah. Everything's fine. We're diving more into Louise's background of what she was investigating. We kind of got a hint about that last episode, but I think that's mm-hmm. really going to come out more. And as we saw in this episode, it actually kind of did. 
Uh, yeah. And then we had this really strange uh, vision of Izzy getting painted white with the meat god man. I don't know what they call him. Doing something <laughs> to her. What do we? What do you call him? I don't know what to call him yet. Like he—he he reminds me. Remember Hellraiser? Oh yeah. He reminds me of that. Do I remember Hellraiser? <laughs> I mean, we only just talked about Hellraiser a couple months ago. Yeah, best movie ever. No, I wouldn't say yeah. best movie ever, but a great movie. Um, yeah, he looks like Frank before he got skin. But yes. Yeah. I was wondering if they actually have a name for him. So I'll let you know if I find him. No, he actually does not have a name in this picture anyhow. So I will skip that. We'll find out the name, I'm sure. Yeah. They get back to the house, and there's a noise going on, and Zoe has returned. She is looking much better with her red lipstick. And Uh she said she is cured. Yeah, schizophrenia, be gone. It's a miracle. Mm Mm-hmm. We, so she met the man, and he uh, he took it all away. And her sister's like, "That's that's not how that works." Like I, I'm a psychologist. Like you have to believe a social worker. You have to believe me. Like there's a whole thing involved, and you can't just be cured of schizophrenia. No, no. And then that's the point where we find out we had the other flashback. We find out the mom suffered from schizophrenia, mm-hmm. and Zoe says it was like something was extracted from her brain. Yeah, and we certainly found out how that happened later yeah. with all the sounds that yeah. made me cringe. <laughs> the cops are, you know, kind of laughing about the whole finding the man in the blue suit. They were jerks. Yeah, and we get a flashback to, well, we find Scissor Lady again, who's freeing a doll, a rather pleasant-looking doll. She's scary. Yeah, and she sees him in the reflection in the mail behind her and decides, you know, I'm leaving She's smart. She's smart. She doesn't stick around. Then he's chasing her with a cattle prod and finally catches up to her right at the cop car and they arrest mm-hmm. him. And he's not too happy about that because, you know, he's yes. a peach. Yes, he is. Like, don't you know who I am? Yeah, exactly. You can't arrest me. Yeah. I'll eat you. Dude, I'm good. I'm good here. Like, please don't put crazy people in cells with other people. Yeah. That wasn't nice. Well, yeah. First, he's, you know, talking to, um, what's his name? Vanchex? Yeah. Basic. Basic. I think. Hold on one second. I haven't figured out the name. This is Tracy's issue with the show, too. She's like, I don't really care about these people that much yet. Yeah, he said it again. Like, but I'm sure we'll get to see him. No, I'm pulling it up. Like, my father's chief so and so. Luke. Luke was his, Luke. Luke is his actual name, so we'll just go with that. Yeah. So he starts messing with Luke and saying, "You know, I'm going to call you Mouse. You need a nickname. It's never good." He knows about mm-hmm. his father, everything else that went on. So they take him to jail, uh-huh. send him in a cell. We got the guy in the first cell who spits on Luke as he goes by. He's a tough guy. He's a real tough guy. We want you to know that beforehand. Right. Yeah, this is something you needed to know. He doesn't take anything from anybody, which is exactly why he, you know, did that. It makes sense. Because Robert Peach is just like, dude, whatever. You put me wherever you want to put me, I'm fine with that. And I'll take care of things as it goes along. He gets stuck in a jail cell with the dude and um, kind of doesn't doesn't work out well for that guy. Uh-uh. And like it's funny, he he said he has some kind of phobia to to strong sounds. 
right. we see in this episode where there are so many different strong sounds. Mm-hmm. And um, like the peach, he exacerbates it and he irritates the guy, I guess, until the guy attacked, attacked him. And uh, yeah, then we uh, cut to Luke uh, coming to a sudden realization about his prisoner. No, we cut to Zoe having a dead rat on her foot. And I didn't really well, catch what was that. Yeah. And she's having like side oh, effects of creepy visions and stuff like that. Yeah, there's a price to be paid for her cure, apparently. Yeah. That was a weird cut, too. And I'm like, okay, now we're back in the jail cell. And as Luke is walking back there, the guy in the first cell is cowering in the corner and shaking his head. And no more Mr. Tough Guy. Yeah, that's when you know things are bad, when the guy who can't even see anything is like, dude, I messed up. I'm done. I'm out. See ya. Yeah. Peach. And then all you hear are the sounds. Yeah. Robert Peach is in the other cell, naked and eating his cellmate. Yeah. Who is still alive, mind you. Yes. And he's like rolling in the blood. He's like super into it. He's not just sitting back eating. Like he is all into everything. Yes. And not only that, but he <laughs> oh drew God. a nice little mouse in the blood for Luke. Oh, my God. Like, here you go. Yeah. Like, this dude is nuts. So we find out that Luke's dad doesn't want to keep Robert Peach around. He just wants to kick him down the road to someone else. Mm-hmm. Which still leads in the fact of, I don't, you know, what other, what is his dad doing with the corruption? Because I think that kind of made sense. I mean, he, dude, he killed somebody in your cell. You're supposed to do stuff about that, not send it off to everybody else and just wipe it under the rug. I feel like he made a deal. Like, uh, you keep all your activities inside this block. Oh, I uh, yeah, is it either a deal or you need to release him or else we're going to kill you? One of those two deals. He's pressured. Well, that too. Like, yeah. if you don't release him, like, we will go outside of the block with all of our uh, disappearances and um, our meal prepping. Right. Yeah, I, I go with that. <laughs> I like that. And... So they dad knows what's up. Da- yep. Okay, I'll go with dad knows what's up. And that's what Luis was trying to um, uncover. But mm-hmm. they let Robert go, and he's strolling into the park as a, in a Hannibal Lecter stroll with his folded-up clothes. Uh-huh. And, of course, Luke had to follow him and decides to follow him into the darkness. I love the I fact mean, he had that, his gun. I, oh, that yeah, old he help. A, yeah, he had his gun. And I love the fact that we had the nice organ music going on the whole entire time until Luke steps on a branch and it cracks and it stops. Uh-huh. Great use of music in this whole thing. And he sees the stairs as well. So now he knows that these are real. Uh-huh. Like, you were right. What do we do now? Yeah, so where is he going? Zoe is having some serious issues. Mr. Bigglesworth, if he knew better, would not be in that room. Yeah, he'd run. I don't know if his name is Mr. Bigglesworth or not, but I'm just saying it is because... I like that name. Yes. Because Zoe wants to eat him. Uh-huh. Downstairs, we have a camera view coming from something rather short, kind of like a little uh, uh, phantasm monk, humongous humongous child, or whatever his name was. We really <laughs> need to find a name for him. A glass breaks and they go to investigate, which is nothing worse than someone breaking into your house and leaving a letter by a burning candle and a door open. Mm-hmm. And did you catch the thing running by in the background? Uh, no. Okay, as they're standing there, uh, they're both facing the the doors. The front door is open still, 
and they're both mm-hmm. looking in at the letter, and something ran by the outside of the door. It was just a little glimpse. It was just something I noticed. And it had the red thing on it, so I guess it's either showing. But it seemed really big, so I didn't think it was the midget kid. I thought it was like more of the meat god or whatever, but it doesn't make sense with the camera angle, so I don't know. Either way, there is something out there. We know that it let go, and we're inviting you to dinner. Dinner in spirits at midnight in the park. Seriously, who would do that? Please don't go to dinner in the park with people you don't know. No. And please don't eat any. Don't eat anything. Don't drink anything. Don't touch anything. Don't go. No, nonetheless, they head out there, and of course, there's a table set up with the peaches. And that can't be good. And the landlady knows all the peaches at the table. Mm-hmm. And says everybody's name who's there. At which point, there's a ton of meat on the table, too. Yeah. And Robert said something about the how, you know, the meat tasted like crap, basically. No, it's probably not fresh. Yeah, He likes it fresh. Well, it's the local source music. Like you said, they got to get all their meat from Butcher's Block, and that's the stuff that tastes like crap. The moment that the table moves inside of a house is kind of weird. That's at two reality zones at once because that's the location where the house used to be before it burnt down. Mm-hmm. And the stairs are going into the house would be my guess, even though they were on the ground floor. There's some, there's some weird things going oh, on. Oh, okay. But I, I don't get where... Okay, I get the stairs going into the house. That kind of makes a little sense. But the table would be on the ground, so they go into the house and down to the table on the bottom floor. I don't know. Anyhow, that's the whole house is right there, and that's where they go inside. And with everybody there, Alice starts to ask what he did with Zoe... You don't want to know. Yeah, you don't want to know. And the humongous child speaks, which is really different. Humungulous? Humungulous. I don't know why I can't say he's not humongous, is he? He's kind of humungulous. Okay. Just forgive me for saying it wrong. Short dude talks. I want to to give him a real name, but he doesn't have one yet. Oh, um, smart mouth. Smart mouth? Okay, smart mouth. IMDB, that's what it's saying. Oh, okay, cool. I didn't see that earlier. So smart mouth talks about the sisters are gone. They've changed. They dance with the flyer or the, with the fireflies because the two peach sisters had gone out and were murdered by somebody in butcher's block. And now the peaches are punishing the people who live there by eating them. Mm. It is interesting, you know, and Alice keeps pushing about Zoe and suddenly everybody is gone. Joseph has some interesting skills where he makes, her paralyzed, so she can't move. And there's an array of things on the table. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he starts cutting open her skull, and I'm thinking that really can't be good. It can't. I looked away, but that just made it worse because I could hear everything. Yeah, she has blood running down her face, which doesn't make sense where the cut was, but what I'm going to let that go because it played a good, interesting part on it. Uh-huh. And I can think there is nothing worse than seeing your brain exposed in a mirror. Then I kept going to the horrible, well, not the horrible, was the Hannibal Lecter movie, the second one that they did, where he was actually eating Rob Lowe, not Rob Lowe, it was uh, Rob somebody. He cut somebody's brain open and was actually crying while they were sitting there. Was, yeah. He fed it to them. Yeah. Oh, my God. While they were still alive. But anyhow, that's uh-huh. kind of what I went to. But, yeah, so she can see her brain in the back in the mirror, which is never good. 
And with that, he can go in and uh, find the deepest trauma, which is her mom, which is the flashback where we get where mom tried to kill Zoe. And as Joseph is pushing around and getting the badness out of her brain, there is little Mr. Schizophrenia in there with a creepy little face saying, Uh hi. He's just waiting there sleeping. So she has it as well. And yeah, that was, that was a creep thing. Mm -hmm. And that was it. And he calls it father time. Yeah. He can help, but yeah. And then we're back to reality and all the peaches are gone and the table is full of body parts and the landlady can see them now as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which and we, there's a familiar body part. Yes. with Right in front of Alice. Yes. And we even get the little flashback to say that, yep, that's Izzy's mom. She, she had a hand with dinner. <laughs> she put her hand in it. She gave yeah. a hand. Let's give Izzy, Izzy's mom a hand. Yay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Big we're not oh gonna my see God. Please don't go to dinner with people you don't know. Yeah, it's not, not going to end up good. So, yeah. Did they eat any food? That's the question. I don't think so. I hope not, but they were puking. So, but I'd puke too if I saw all this stuff on the table. Like, did you see the fumers on, on the table? Like, there were old bones on the table also. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Don't, don't do it. Don't. Mm-mm. Uh, so that's that. That was all. Man, this episode, oh my God. It was different. Like, remember last season where they're like memory cannibals? Uh-huh. Like, they just took it and was like, forget memory cannibals. Check this out. Oh my God. <laughs> it was a lot. I mean, there was a lot of stuff in there. So it was very, I don't know. It was, it, this one was just rough. I mean, it, you, we're taking it to a whole new level. I'm kind of... I'm kind of having an issue. I'm trying to figure out who I'm rooting for because I don't really have a favorite character. Like, no end house I did really quick. I mean, we, we latched onto the characters then. This uh, this season, I'm just kind of like, I, the characters are so much more. I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards Luis. I want to know what her story is, even though I should be asking for Alice. But... I don't, it's changing day by day, but now I want to know more about the peaches. So it's just a whole oh, yeah. thing going on. I don't know. It was, yeah, it was disturbing to say the least. And I think it's going to be even more disturbing. So, ah, well, that's it. We've got to wait till next week to see more. Uh, next week's episode is called All You Ghost Mice. <laughs> I thought you were going to say all ghost mice go to heaven. No, well, they could. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think that's where they're going to end up at. Anyhow, you got anything else on this one? No, uh, it was it was creepy good. I nice. liked it. Well, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of our other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for Van Helsing, Winona Earp, 12 Monkeys, Riverdale, The Magicians, which we're currently doing. And you can check out the other uh, Channel Zero ones, too, because we did them for both episodes, for uh, No End House, and we did it for Candle Cove. Yes. Yes. Check it out. Though. And there's a lot of awesome writers over there as well doing putting out some amazing work. Absolutely. And if you have any uh, thoughts or comments on the episode, you can drop them uh, in the comment section below, or you can find us on Facebook or on Twitter. Definitely. We're always happy to talk. Yes, always. we are. Always. We'll have you for dinner. Especially if you want to talk about Battlestar Galactica. Oh, like yeah, then we can talk that. for days. Yeah, there's that. 
Uh, side note on cannibalism. I watched a movie on Netflix called The Bad Batch, which I thought would be really good because it had Jason Momoa and Jim Carrey and um, Keanu Reeves in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it kind of sucked. You can skip it. No, just go watch Braven. That was good. Yeah. Or, I think that's streaming now. Yeah. So what, skip Bad Batch. Trust me. It's not worth the time. It's, <laughs> it's yeah. I need that 115 minutes back. All right. Well, until next time. Um, until next time, please choose carefully when you're choosing your dinner mates. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.